Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Three and Out, where we discuss the three biggest topics in Carolina Panthers football, and then we're out. I'm your host, Jordan Rodrigue, Panthers beat writer for the Charlotte Observer. Let's get going. Hey guys, hope everyone isn't already going too crazy from a lack of football. I know that I am a little crazy because this is the first week in a very long time that I have not been out at a practice or doing something football related. Um, So I figured, hey, why not do a podcast? (laughs) So I had, I met with Taylor Moten, Carolina Panthers rookie tackle, you know, was um, second, late second round draft pick. That was one of those picks that they got from the trade prior to the draft and he's just a really refreshing young man to speak to Um, obviously western michigan guy small school guy and i just was really excited to get a chance to talk to him about how he's fitting in as a rookie he had some wonderful wonderful things to say about the first time he ever faced off against julius peppers which i thought was was really tremendous insight that he provided uh, with some humor along with that And Taylor is going to be switching from right tackle and right guard to left tackle. So we talked a little bit about what that entails. And I kind of just threw a whole bunch of questions at him, stuff that I was really interested in from being on the field to some of the strength training stuff that they're doing um, to his family. And he has a lot of family in Charlotte um, and in Gastonia. So I thought that was that was really interesting. So he doesn't feel like he's he's too alone out here. Like sometimes these rookies can sometimes feel a little bit isolated. Um, So without further ado, here's Taylor Moten. Um, so you had rookie strength training this morning. I saw on the Panthers Instagram page, Taylor. So can you can you tell me what that was like? And was that a new experience for you, kind of how in-depth they go and, and yeah. all that? I mean, it's like, it's really nice, I guess, to get an extra week with the with the strength coaches here. They really know what they're doing and uh, just help us get more and more acclimated of how like the NFL really goes, I feel like. And, and it gives me a different feel of how different strength coaches go, like how it's different from college to now. And, you know, this keeps me around Charlotte, which is really nice. I love the city and, you know, gets lets me get a little close to the other rookies. So, you know, I, I really I really like it. And, you know, it's, it's a good workout every morning. So, It seems like they've thrown so much at you in terms of playbook and, and acclimation and positions and everything the last couple of weeks. But weight room is something it's a language everyone speaks every athlete speaks so was it did it feel kind of good to just get in there and, and do what you know comes naturally to you guys as athletes absolutely it's always nice you know getting the weight room it, like just the satisfaction i have from being done knowing i put in a good days of work like in the weight room and on the field getting in better shape getting stronger i think that's really what i like the most about it Tell me about what your expectations um, what expectations have been given to you from when you got here um, up until now and, and how those might have, have changed or evolved or developed? I mean, for me, my expectation, at least with myself, is to grow and just be the best, you know, player I can possibly be. And especially like this off season, you know, coach gave us like a routine of different like drills that I can run on my own. So I'm going to like just hammer down on those and um, just do every every little thing I can just to make myself as good as, you know, as good as I can possibly get on the field. So. And what about this right tackle, left tackle switcheroo that you've got going on? Ron, every time we ask Ron about it, he kind of gets this big old grin on his face. So I think that's probably a little comforting. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it, is, it was an adjustment at first, but just the more and more I rep both right and left, the more and more I feel comfortable in both positions. And the more I, you know, I just get, I get used to it, really. And 
just it means I got to put a little bit extra time in the playbook to make sure I know both sides and not just memorize what the right tackle does, but understand what everyone does so I can, you know, implement it to what the left tackle does. So, I mean, all in all, it just means I have to put a little extra effort in. But, you know, I do appreciate the the organization feeling like I can handle it. Mm -hmm. And I want to get a little bit more in depth about the technical side of doing that um, because I think that a lot of people don't know, they think you're just moving over. I don't think a lot of people know what kind, it takes a whole different kind of thought process and a whole different kind of preparation and playbook learning to know what's coming on the left side than what's coming on the right. Can you take me through that a little bit? I mean, yeah, because like if you're not used to like in college, I predominantly play on the right side, so coming here, like one of the biggest differences is like the muscle memory. Mm -hmm. So like when I'm like pass setting, like when I'm kick slide on the right, it's a lot different from left because not everything like in my mind and my like going through my body is switched up. So now it's not as natural as it is. Mm -hmm. So now that just means I have to put more and more time to doing extra like pass sets or just running like different drills as left tackle. So it becomes more and more natural. Especially that whole um, the deadlier of the rush is probably coming from that side. Um, you're probably going up against some of the more talented guys on the roster in that case. Um, what kind of a thought, a mentality do you have to have for that? Uh, I just, I just <laughs> whoever I'm in front of, you know, especially when the season comes, I just, whoever it is, I'll treat it like, like just, that's like the best opponent I play and I just focus on what they do well, no matter who it is, if it's the you know, best pass rusher I've ever seen or not, you know, so just really it's just the mindset of like just being confident in myself wherever I'm at. And you, have you gotten, I'm sure you went on this offensive line camping trip and you had a chance to bond with your, your fellow position group. What was that like? It was fun. It, it was a great experience and getting to get close with the other guys, the other offensive linemen and Luke and Greg. So, I mean, it, it was Yeah, fun. they kind of invited themselves along on yeah. that one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think Matt mounted too much, though. I think we all, I think we all, uh, Matt and Ryan, I think we all just really enjoyed the, uh, the experience and it was a fun, like Lake Toxway was a really nice lake and, um, you know, good food, good, just, I don't know, like there was nothing really bad I could say about the trip. It was just, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. Are Matt and Ryan funnier than you expected them to be? They are. <laughs> they are. No, it's awesome though. Yeah, they have a great sense of humor. Both of them are really great guys too. Has Ryan given you his, his book yet? No, no, I'm still waiting on it. You know, I asked him a couple weeks ago for it. I don't know, I guess I have to go on Amazon and get it or something. Yeah, he's going to make you pay for it, yeah, I bet. Yeah, he'll make pay you pay for it. For it. <laughs> it's kind of cool, though. It's such a diverse group. These guys are into so many different things, especially Ryan, who's, you know, producer and, and uh, going on 11-year veteran in the league. What's, what's it like to be around a guy like that? It, it's awesome. You know, it's awesome to have someone like that show me the ropes and, you know, show me like what it takes to really be in the league that long. So, you know, just I'm, I'm like a sponge this year, just soaking up as much information I can from him, you know, because I feel like whatever he says is going to just make me a better player because he's been through everything I've been through tenfold. So. Because of the guys who are here already, have you gotten the impression that this coaching staff and this um, organization, strength team and everything, they're going to let you develop at a pace that's more conducive to how a young offensive lineman should develop, or do you get the feeling like you might have to be thrown out there quickly? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I'm, I'm not <laughs> quite sure how it's all going to pan out. A lot of that just, I think, depends on preseason goals. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, my, all I control is just being the best I can be. So, like, whether I'm on the field or not, like, I just know that I put in the work so I'll be prepared either way. I guess from my perspective, it, it looks like you're a long-term investment. So letting you develop, I mean, you have everything that, they're looking for in a in a player, let alone a tackle or a guard. 
whatever you end up doing. <laughs> um, so it just seems to me like this kind of these this work in this group that you're with now is really conducive to being able to learn all the thi- all how to do all the right things the right way early, and then start taking steps to progress toward getting on the field. Do you think that's that's accurate? Yeah, I, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like I said, it's above my pay grade. Like what they what their uh, opinions are of me or mm-hmm. like what their plans are for me. But all I control, like I said, is just going out there every day, going to work, and just making it making them not regret take picking me up and making them proud that you know they drafted me in the second round so what um what has been your oh my god I'm here I made it moment so far uh, have you had it yet well I mean there's a few moments I think one of the craziest ones I guess is one like first day going against Julius Peppers and I'm just thinking you know he's been in the league since I was like in first grade you know, <laughs> future first ballot hall of famer and it's like crazy to me like wow like this is you know, I grew up like a huge fan of Julius Peppers. You know, so it, it guess that that's one that's one day when it really hit me. Just putting on the Panther helmet, like the photo shoot when I had the full jersey on. It was a lot of different instances. Like you know, I was like, wow, this is I'm really here. So how'd you do against Pep? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I I think I held my own, but you know, he's a great player. Someone I can learn a lot from, and you know, someone again, a guy that I'd love to learn about how he's been in the league so long. How he's been able to have the Hall of Fame career he's had. So. I hope you didn't tell him he's been in the league since you were in first grade. No, I didn't tell him, <laughs> but I, I, I did the math in my head. I think it was like a 16-year vet, so I, that puts me like when I was in first grade. I was like, oh, wow. So, that's that's so cool. I bet when you were in first grade, you never thought you'd be here right now. No, 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 no I didn't. I didn't even start playing football till years after that anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was not even a thought. So tell me a little bit about your journey toward becoming a football player. I don't think we've talked about this yet. I know we've asked you pretty much every question under the sun at this point, but you didn't start playing till later, and and how did you kind of adapt into it, get into it? Uh, I got into football because my grandfather. Um, you know, he's he's big into football. It's main sport, and you know, like growing up, that was my role model. I wanted to be like him, so. It was that. That was by the number one reason. And number two was, you know, my teammates. I mean, not my team. All my friends that turned into my teammates at the time told me, and I was always a bigger kid. Like I should try it out. I'm like why not? You know. And then from there, it just stuck. And then just it turned in all the way through high school to being a people telling me I can get my college paid for doing it. And I was the first one in like ten years from my college, from my high school to get a to, uh, for a ride to college. So it was awesome from there. And then. And then from there, I got to college and just, I guess, worked hard. And then five years later, you know, I guess that's when, it's like, that agent started coming out the woodworks and telling me, you know, I could get drafted. And that's when it was like, it really hit me. I could really be in the NFL. So it's kind of how, I guess, a short-term version of So you didn't you didn't consider that maybe you could be an NFL-caliber talent until college. people made you realize it? Yeah, yeah, until people came out and told me. Before that, I didn't really think about it. I was just thinking about making sure I got because in my family education was the most important mm-hmm. thing so just making sure I got my degree and outside of that just being the you know just being the best player I could be in football because it was important to me but then on that like getting a degree was the most important thing so mm-hmm. what's your grandfather's name Thomas Gunnings and what's he like he, hmm? what's he like what's he like oh he he, he passed away back uh, about seven years ago oh he I'm was sorry a great about guy. that yeah he was uh he, like you say, he was my role model. Never missed a football or basketball game when I was growing up. I talked to him every day. I saw him just about every day because he lived right down the street from us. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he was, he was a very, very important part of my life. So, 
And so, but he, so he never got to see you drafted, but I'm sure he would have been really proud. Yeah, that's, that's what a lot of people told me, you know. So, I mean, he's, he's from North Carolina, mm -hmm. he's from Gastonia. So he's like on that side of the family, so. And he, I'm sure he was a Panthers fan. Yeah, I'm sure, like, yeah, when they came around, he was, uh, I think, because he was in Michigan so long, he probably mm -hmm. was a little bit of a Lions fan too, but I think deep down, like, he was happy to see, like, Charlotte get this team and what a different city, so. But even before you got picked up, you had Panthers fans in your family, right? You I had did, a season, yep. couple season ticket holders in your I family. Yeah, <laughs> that's my great on my great, my great on my great uncle, all my grandparents, like, my mom's dad, who's my grand, who's my late grandfather, mm -hmm. but then his, uh, his, his, wife who's my grandma right he she's her sister is the my great aunt who is the season ticket holder her and her husband so it's my aunt, aunt Joyce and uncle you know uncle Clarence Fisher so they're they've been season ticket holder I think for like a while maybe since like the band's been around so they're they're really ecstatic they're actually at my draft party so so I know they're excited oh man they were probably the most excited people yeah, in the room absolutely <laughs> them and then my uh my cousins were there too, and they're also who live in the area. Mm -hmm. So they got a lot of family down here. That's great, cause so it doesn't feel so strange. I'm sure coming here sometimes. Um, there's so many, you know, it's you don't want to admit that some things are intimidating or frightening, but it's a new situation for you. Right. So having family around, I'm sure, makes it a lot easier. Yeah, it's kind of like going to college all over again, but Absolutely. with family, <laughs> yep. but with family dinners. Absolutely, <laughs> made the transition a lot smoother. So you're not going to spend Father's Day with them parents came down and it was nice to get the family union down here so do they just bombard you with questions about what it's like or yeah a lot of people do and yeah, not I'm myself included <laughs> yep, yep, especially especially back when I go to my hometown because no one's ever been to the NFL from mm -hmm. you know where I'm from so what's the most off the wall question that you've gotten from either people in your hometown or relatives or, or maybe the most uh, I'm sure the most common one is what's Cam Newton like yeah but, that's a big one yeah Everyone asked me about him or Luke Keekley one I get all the time. I don't know. Just ask what it's like. And I'm like, I don't know even where to start with that question. Yeah. You know, there's just so much that goes into it. People ask how much, how much money did you make? Those are the. I'm like, why do you want to know? I'm sure all the childhood friends are like, so Taylor, how much, uh, how much yeah, that contract? Right? <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. So like, why do you want to know? None of your business, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I get, I get plenty of questions about just everything. And I'm sure you get a lot of advice from family members that may or may not be solicited advice, but ha have they uh, have they been ch chiming in with, with any pointers or tips or anything like that? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of my family members understand, like, that none of them really been in the situ position mm -hmm. I've been, so they just, just keep telling me just be smart with my money and, you know, don't let it all overwhelm me. So I've done the best I can a lot, not let it been smart my money so you know I'm listening to them that's all really that they that they all the uh, knowledge I've had to offer me so far so I get a lot of the knowledge from the vets here you know because they've mm -hmm. been the guys who've been through it and Musa Muhammad who's uh he's he's from Lansing he's from my hometown so I talked to him a little bit and it was nice to have a guy like that from Lansing area mm -hmm. who was really close to my grandfather too so it's like it's all really yeah. oh that's really cool yeah and did you know that? World. I mean, you you knew about that before, obviously coming in, and you rec that was the name recognition there, where you you went and sought him out. Yeah, I yeah. actually ran into him first time on the airport back from rookie mini camp, and that's when we really started talking. And then I saw him again at the when the when all like the like all the retired players from the yeah. from the rookies talked to him. He was there then, so I talked to him a little bit then too. So. 
So hell, you have a ton of family here. Yeah, yeah sure. that's that's fortuitous. It's really nice. That's really it cool. Really nice, absolutely. But yeah, I guess community, the whole community, I could tell is like behind the Panthers. So mm -hmm. I just, it's really nice to be in the community just in general. Like even if I didn't have family, I still feel like, feel like I was at home here. Yeah, it's cool. It's Charlotte is a is a very. It seems like a very. I'm I'm new here too. So it's kind of a very. Um, it's a small big city. Absolutely. So you, people will see you walking down the street and and go up and, and want to talk to you, but they'll be very friendly and mm -hmm. that Absolutely. kind of a thing. Which, I mean, you're kind of easy to spot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. have people started recognizing you yet? Not recognize me. They just see my size and mm -hmm. they figure, you know, I'm, I play football somewhere. That's mm -hmm. what they ask me about it. So. And then yeah. you get to say Carolina Panthers and what's yeah, the reaction? Yeah, they're like, what, really? <laughs> you're lying. You're playing the Panthers? That's crazy. They ask me, that's crazy. Are you excited to be here? And what's it like? You know, so. And then they ask you what position and what do you say? Say offensive line, keep it simple. Everything. Everything. <laughs> yep. Offensive line can't go wrong with that. Somewhere. So, yeah. Have you? Has there been time to process all of this yet? Have you? I mean, you you seem like you have an analytical mind. So, has there been time to just kind of go through everything and and process it and really just absorb it yet? I'm getting there. You know, I guess I have a lot more time, free time now. Now I'm just laying in the hotel, and just relaxing to myself. Mm -hmm. Now we're just only here a couple hours, so I guess that's the time I had to really process everything. And, you know, kept my playbook, so I'll look at that a little bit, and that's pretty much all that's going on with me right now. And then get antsy, waiting for for training camp. Yeah. Is there someone you're looking forward to that full contact against? No, no, no one in general. Just I'm excited just to put the pads on and you know get after it and get better, I guess. Awesome. Thanks, Taylor. Once again, that was Carolina Panthers tackle Taylor Moten, uh, one of the new young rookies on the squad. Really excited to see more from him once contact is allowed at training camp next month. Thanks again to Taylor for joining me, and thanks again to you all for listening to this episode of 3 and Out.